Sun's up! What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Active Recall, episode 64. Uh, I'm Wally. This is Francis. <laughs> and welcome back. Uh, before we begin, thank you guys so much for tuning in, staying tuned, and uh, letting us in your ears. Uh, if you guys could spare, I don't know, 10 seconds to write a review, that we would really appreciate it. It's been so long, though. <laughs> I don't know if you should write a review. Don't, actually. So, anyways, enough about that. Sess, how you been, man? Gary V says we have to provide the value. We can't just ask for reviews up top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, been pretty good. <laughs> been working on habits, trying to... Write a little bit every day, do kettlebells every day, uh-huh. walk five miles every day. With uh, It's a little too much. I can see why people say, like, oh, only focus on one habit at a time. But, yeah, it's been pretty good. Good to um, – felt like there was a lot of travel in December, which was really good. At the end of it, it is nice to come back and, you know, sleep in your own bed, get back in the routine – uh, I'm starting to feel like eating a little healthier, mm. moving a little more, uh, play basketball again uh, for the first time in a few, eh, like a month. So, yeah, overall, feeling pretty good. That's How are good, you? man. I'm doing well. Um, like, you know, working seven days a week is pretty brutal on the body. <laughs> but, um, yeah, whole weekend was just straight filming. Um, did a little mini commercial for Bang, doing, uh, doing another one for, um, did that rapper video, that was cool. Uh, a lot of, just a lot of work, and, like, I, you know, uh, just trying to figure out a plan for, for next week, because, I already told you this, but I am trying to, you know what, I'm not gonna say, because I just don't wanna put this out there just yet, until I'm confirmed. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, hope for the best on the na- na- on next week. If I have it grounded, pretty figured, out, pretty much figured out. Um, been working, trying to get, trying to get more uh, like money. shopping for apartments. Yeah, just trying to get more money. <laughs> really, to be honest, uh, I'm trying to do like I'm trying to save two hundred dollars for every paycheck just to get um, like extra furniture, just in case, kind of thing. You know. Nice. Uh, yeah, just like doing a little side side work to do what's going on like in June. But then I also so Walney told me this, and this is pretty interesting. I didn't know about this until yesterday, actually. Um, did you know that getting an apartment around uh, like the summertime is more expensive than it is to get it around like now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like the seasons and... Is that really like like a general concept? People just move. People don't want to move around this time. Then also, I think it's to do with school. Mm. Yeah, she was telling me exactly that. That's so crazy. Anyways, enough about that. Sess, what do we got going on today, dude? We're going to talk about... This is marketing... Maybe I should have done topical top three to introduce the book, so pretend I didn't say that. I won't edit (laughs) it, but maybe I mumbled, so you didn't hear what book we're talking about. So topical (laughs) top three, if you see a silhouette in a basketball jersey, someone with a beard, very long beard, call him the beard, then you know who that is. James (laughs) Harden, on a tear right now. This is where, (laughs) this is your number one place for sports news. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, there's a reason that um, he 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 has a like distinct look, and yeah, yeah, uh, he's created his own brand. Um, Then next up, more sports news: Uh Tom Brady, leader of men, ripping hearts out on the gridiron year after year, and going to the Super Bowl, of course. This is why he was, a few years ago, perfect match to market Uggs. <laughs> Next, there's this, I, I saw that this, this is pretty recent, there's this uh, Instagram video of this woman swimming with a great white shark, which is, and just great white sharks and sharks in general, 
have this yeah. brand. A lot of it just came from Jaws. And, um, you know, we just think they're, like, monstrous creatures. Yeah. You don't want to go, like, probably tapping them. But it, it, it's, like, they're not just out there eating humans every day. Um, and, yeah, so <laughs> the shark in this video, well, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Looks yeah. pretty friendly. Not really. I mean, it still has the mouth and stuff, but... Straight looks you, terrifying. You, you, you can see how it's, like, uh, people, people will say, like, oh, it looks like a, a potato in the water. Uh, and also, uh, yeah, you saw, like, that or, and, like, Shark Tale, all these cartoons with, like, these uh, goofy sharks. Then maybe you would have this different idea of sharks instead of if you watch Jaws, Jaws 2... Yeah. Jaws three but, stuff like that. Was there was a new one too? Um, the Meg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch it? No, I wasn't able to. Did watched you? it with yeah yeah. I watched yeah. it over uh, in December. Was it laughable it's, or was it like intense? Well, between the two, I would pick laughable. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it's, cool. It's fine, you know. It's a Jason yeah. Statham. It's like it's more a Jason Statham movie. No, I wouldn't say that. It's really? Like he's you know he's not. Uh, you know, he's like the transporter. <laughs> no, yeah, transporter. You know, he has a, uh, the choreographed fighting that that's not happening in this movie. He's not. Gonna, oh, um, how unfortunate. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like a movie it's similar to. It's it's definitely not a Jason Statham movie. Mm. It's just a. A it's just bad. a scary shark movie. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad? It's fun. It's fun, though. Actually, I won't. I won't say bad. I, I was. Okay. It's fine. It was fine to put on and uh, kill some time. Yeah. Oh, like Sharknado. That's stupid. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. But that's like intentionally, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not um, that wacky. But yeah, this video. I saw this too recently. Probably like a couple, like a week ago, and it looked so elegant. Like it was so. It was so happy. Everyone was so chill with it and just, like, videotaping. Touching it. it. Yeah, touching it just being... I I thought they were trying, like, being annoying to it, but it looked really... It looked really calm. It it tripped me out. Everyone's like, oh, this is such a beautiful creature, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you guys better be careful. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, um, I love love these topical top threes, dude. These crack me up, but... Uh, let's let's move it on. What's yeah. uh? Oh, all what's, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had like eight more. Oh, well, let's yeah. Did you? Um. <laughs> so this week's book of the week is "This Is Marketing" by Seth Godin. He is a, I guess, uh, like a legend in marketing, and especially online marketing in particular. Um, yeah. I don't know how he would feel about being called a legend, but anyway, that doesn't matter. So, um, but yeah, he, he's very, uh, he, he's been like one of the top marketers, internet marketing since, you know, the internet has existed. Um, yeah, very successful in the nineties and two thousands and all that. And he has a blog at, if you just Google Seth, then it's going to be the top result. Yeah. He blogs every day mm-hmm. and it encourages other people to blog every day. And I think that's good. And not, not just, not that he doesn't say like, oh, you'll be, have as big an audience as I do if you blog every day, but, uh, just that, like the practice in itself of writing every day and, uh, having other people see it. Then he has, uh, many, like many, many marketing books that he's written. Uh, the Dip, Purple Cow, Lynchpin, mm. and yeah. This Is Marketing, and he has a bunch of other ones. So, um, that's Seth Godin. Oh, yeah, also has a podcast, Akimbo, and appears, has appeared recently, or he, he's always appeared and feels, I, I think he's, um, pretty open to like doing podcast interviews. So, he's in a lot of those and, um yeah just marketing expert yeah um i didn't really actually when i saw this book i was at Folsom visiting uh wally's family and i when i saw this i was like wait a second this is the one that says read i'm gonna go and check this out and man i like i know i haven't finished it yet but it's it's really good 
It's really good. Um, I so far I already got like three big takes out of it. So, um, but yeah, let's let's break this down on what you put in here. Uh, do you want me to go and read this out? <laughs> well, yeah. Whoa, well, okay. Yeah. Let me um, actually just uh, cut. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> Here we go. I'll just read like a short description of the book. Yeah, do it. Uh, so it says, "This is mark. This is not my description. This is like from a publisher. This is marketing shows you how to do work you're proud of, whether you're a tech startup founder, a small business owner, or an executive at a large corporation. Which were none of the. Oh, you're you're a small business owner. Uh, great marketers <laughs> don't use consumers to solve their company's problems. They use marketing to solve other people's problems." When done right, marketing seeks to change, to make change in in the world. All right. Um, All right. Um, so what? Okay, if we were to ask, what what is this book kind of like teaching us? Out of like the some, of, what are some examples that is going to teach us stuff out of this book about marketing, just in general? Glad you asked. So this is also from. Yeah. Uh, it says how to build trust and permission, art of positioning. Best way is to best way to achieve your marketing goals is to help others become who they want to be, mm-hmm. and then old approaches to advertising and why they don't work. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, when I got this book, I was starting Facebook and Instagram ads, and thinking like you know I I'm spending money to make money kind of style, right? I didn't want to waste money, so I but I did a little data i've been doing data analysis for like quite some time and i'm taking a break on ads because i do i don't want to keep spending like a bit of my paycheck just to see like if it's going to work or not so i'm trying to get more research more and out of this um i i kind of i kind of got this idea that i had to obtain the smallest like market for myself and that's essentially the way I started doing this with, because of this book. Um, there was like a couple more things, but we'll, we'll keep going. But one of the biggest lessons I got out of this was t- was getting your smallest viable market. Loved it, and it actually it actually worked because you know Facebook ads allows you to pick who you want to show your ads to, and uh, thankfully you could pick people that are uh, engaged or like you know getting married. But let's keep going on. Like you have a bunch of excerpts. Let's uh, yeah, let's, that's, that's, let's, yeah, let's get it's pretty interesting let's to say. be able to. Um, so yeah, that kind of goes to that what what it says about like traditional advertising and why how that compares to like current day advertising. Like now you can um, anybody can in a way. Like you mentioned, yeah, tar- yeah. do do like this really like hyper focused targeting. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway. So, yeah. so the the first thing I had, or I guess, like, what was your? You said you had some takeaways, right? Did you? Yeah. Have any, okay. uh, so of course, it was like the number one thing he kept t- talking. It was like a big chapter about identifying the smallest viable market, right? And then, like, essentially, who are you trying to cater to? Who who, are, who has these problems that you want to support? Like that you have the answer for. Um, and then that that was a big one for me. Uh, the second one was like. Um, you're, it's kind of like the emotions. You're, the, he he had this this idea about this person's not buying a drill or like a, a oh screw yeah, nail. <laughs> like a, it's a screw or whatever. Yeah, uh, to fix it, he's he's buying it for the emotion of that he's you know he could fix it. He's a he's the he's you're you're selling this thing this product for for emotions. To allow the guy being, you know, allowing him to say, "I could do this. I could fix this. This is me. You could trust me on on fixing things because of a screw or something like that, or a drill. Right. I, I forgot what it was. What was? Do you remember that? Yeah, I can. I can uh, look this up real up. quick. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me pull that up. I I pulled up the clip or I pulled up the excerpt. Uh, it says, "People don't want to buy a quarter inch drill bit. They want a quarter inch hole." So that's a pretty popular saying, right? Uh, Seth goes on to say that they don't even want the hole. They want to 
put their their stuff on the shelf that went on the wall. And then it can even go beyond that. They want the satisfaction of doing it themselves. And then beyond that, they want the status of knowing that their spouse... I'll read this. uh, So it says, but wait. They also want the satisfaction of knowing they did it themselves or perhaps the increase in status they'll get when their spouse admires their work. Or the peace of mind that comes from knowing that the bedroom is in a mess and that it feels safe and clean. People don't want to buy a quarter-inch drill bit. They want to feel safe and respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I love that. Um, so it, it kind of went a little... So putting it back to what I was going through with my advertising, uh, I'm trying to... like. Of course, I'm trying to... I'm selling emotions. I'm trying to... I'm trying to say, hey, if you want your wedding video, uh, if you want to be, like, memory, uh, if you want to remember everything about your wedding, your wedding day, I could help you, kind of thing. But the problem is, there's a thousand videographers here in San Diego that are trying to do the same damn thing. (laughs) So, it's really, it's really much, it's like, okay, what am I going to cater to? Like, how am I going to reframe a problem that's already been kind of solved kind of thing. Like, everyone's out there doing the same thing I'm trying to do, right? So, um, like, it's still it's still an ongoing process, but I do have a better idea of what I'm trying to do now. Like, I'm not trying to be competitive with these guys. I'm trying to be a little more... Um, you can't say I'm, like, a step ahead, but more like uh, your com- competition is... Your community, too, is a thing. Right, yeah. And it's a thing with, like, the internet has made that possible. Um, I I think there is a good... Having looked at, like, some videography stuff, there does seem to be, like, this good community of people helping each other where maybe that wasn't the case. Or it's, it's probably not the case with some other communities of, like, people making things where they're still, like, mostly, like, competitive stuff. And I always find it kind of, um odd when i see these days like if someone has some kind of like art channel or something like that or like um where they won't share their technique or something like that which oh yeah which isn't to say yeah. like um that's not something valuable but uh mm-hmm. yeah there, there's so few things that are like secrets anymore that uh it, it just seems like you have to go out of your way to, like, not help. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. It's just, it's it's not helpful. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's, it's always good to, uh, I think, it's, um, yeah, it's good to hear, like, what you, you said, that it's more a community thing instead of competition. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so um, this book talks about, like, uh, different marketing concepts and tells, uh, he tells different stories just to, help explain those concepts. And, um, I think what you were talking about is, yeah, like sort of like positioning. So, um, you're not going to be, you, you can't have more experience than a more experienced person, right? Like that. Uh, Oh yeah, dude, you know, you can't market your way out of that. Right. Um, you have to get the experience anyway. That's just like, I, yeah, I totally agree. Anyway, I know but, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you can, um, show that, you know, you are the videographer that is, does these things that someone else doesn't mm-hmm. do. Um, and yeah, oh. yeah. So, 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 um, that the, the drill bit thing is like, like what you said, you're selling emotions, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh-huh. and that goes to like, um, marketing and what, what the drill bit is talking about is like, oh, you want to give, explain to people how you can fix their problems and also point out, like, I guess the trick there is like figuring out what their problem actually is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, th- so that idea of like, um, they want to feel safe and respected that might that that goes pretty deep, but then maybe someone doesn't actually. There's like different audiences, right? So then there might be the super technical audience that 
doesn't care like too much about that and it can be like more practical where it's like uh-huh. oh um i want it for these reasons that it is because i i feel status in like using the best material versus like maybe like someone doesn't have a spouse so none of those oh. reasons apply right and that, that's yeah. why it's like oh who who is your actual target gotcha Dude, solid, man. I like that. Um, I, I see that you had some like excerpts that you, you put out here. Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And I guess we could always talk about our podcast and how we fail at marketing it and branding and all that. <laughs> but <laughs> well, well, um, anyway, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, so I have this <laughs> excerpt. Uh, it says... Uh, this is about branding and logos and it says uh, Nike spent billions of dollars to teach millions of people that the swoosh is a symbol of human possibility and achievement as well as status and performance and if you're a designer the typeface Comic Sans is a symbol of bad taste low status and laziness oh I like that Um, what I wanted to just like point out is um, I guess these are things that didn't make the topical top three, but, uh, did you watch you? It's on Netflix right now. No, I, I haven't. Is it okay. good? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, uh, Amy and I binged on that this weekend entire way through. So I think it's probably, that's probably like six to eight hours of, uh, I th- oh my I think gosh. It was like 10 episodes. It's been a long time since I did a solid, solid Binge, binge watch. worthy, yeah. Binge um, worthy watch. <laughs> so yeah, it, yeah, it's really good. I think people are finding it surprising when they find out. Like, or I was surprised. So you know, after you binge, then you go on Reddit, look up, just read different theories, whatever, whatever it is, and then that's when I finally found out. Like, oh, it's not a Netflix show. It's actually like it was on Lifetime, and it's not like this new series on Netflix. It's the show that. Well, it, it will be. like I guess the future seasons are going to be like, uh-huh. produced and all that by Netflix. But originally, it was this Lifetime show. And, um, yeah, this just goes to show, like, what a brand can mean. Because because it's on Netflix, and uh, Netflix has, like, a good... As far as, like, watching shows, Netflix has a good yeah. brand. Like, if it's from Netflix, you know it'll be somewhat... Th- there's, like, a, a bar you know it'll be worth watching to some degree um mm. but then if you found out oh hey like hey there's this great series it's on lifetime like the, that has a different meaning to it and it, it reminds me of like <laughs> um amc now has like uh it's associated with like breaking bad right and mm-hmm. um great series they make these great shows but the brand was so much different before. I think it was Mad, yeah, before Mad Men. AMC, it showed classic movies, um, and I don't know what else it really showed. But like, it it took it takes time to like change a brand and take something great. Like Mad Men is like this revered series. It's one of the greatest series of uh, in like uh, TV history. And that's what it took to, like, change a brand. So, um, yeah, just that's the power of what marketing can do because it yeah. knows that your, you know, your uh, status, performance. There uh, we go. That's your, like, self-image and what you want your self-image to be. So, I like yeah, I, th- I think that's interesting, like, the different stories in the book about that and... Um, yeah, we, we could just do a little exercise. Did you see that one where it was like, um, think of five logos and then... Yeah, yep, yep, I like that one. I guess we could yeah. do it live, so oh, can God. you name five <laughs> logos that come to mind? Like, for me? Uh, for yeah. my business? Okay, so yeah, immediately I'm already thinking like... All right, we have the camera. It's like think of no, 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 no. like like existing <laughs> logos, existing logos. Oh, existing logos. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, immediately I already know about Nike, Apple. Um, 
jeez, uh, IBM, I guess. Uh, the Target sign. Uh, Walmart? No. Yeah, I can see Walmart. Um, yeah, let's see what pops. What else pops in my head? McDonald's. Um, the Taco Bell thing. This, the bell, actually, I guess. Right. Uh, <laughs> These are your favorite it. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about uh, you? First five. I mean, the, the ones that come to mind are that. So I made a, a video about this book, and so yep. those are the ones that come to mind is like Nike, Uniqlo, uh, Apple. Uniqlo. And see. then I'm wearing the, like a Carhartt. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so there's those. And then... Um. Yeah, basically, basically, like the, he says in the book that uh, the ones that come to mind are probably the ones that you have like positive thoughts about. Ah. Um. And it's also like, uh, logo matters like to some degrees, but he says, uh, here we go. If a brand is our mental shorthand for the promise that you make, then a logo is the post-it reminder of that promise. Without a brand, a logo is meaningless. Mm. And yeah, yeah. So it's like um, you have to have a promise behind that brand, and then you have to like year over year, or you know, my day day after day. <laughs> um, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, fulfill that promise, and then think. Yeah, so when you're thinking about like what your audience wants, then take that into consideration um but yeah like starting with the logo is not too important um yes, when you're like yeah i totally agree kicking yeah. things off so mm-hmm. um because you know on the other side of that um there's more to it than just the logo because it's like costco you can picture it but it's not like you know, it's it's the name. <laughs> it's yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it's not entirely like this iconic thing, right? Um, and then same with like uh, Sephora. Like they don't have, they have the logo, right? But most people, yeah, think of it more as just like the stripes. <laughs> yeah, I I see. I think of the stripes too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Like just thinking about at the beginning, I was all about the logo. Like, yeah, I was really just. Thinking, what would I look? What's what's a good thing? I, to be honest, that was kind of like holding me back a little bit, just for the fact that I didn't know who my what my brand was just yet until like literally last year. But um, yeah, dude, I think having a logo is good, but it's it's the service within. It's the thing that you do for your logo to make yourself more re- representable. So. Um, just thinking about, for example, Apple, when the Macintosh came out, or I just remember those back when I was a kid with the, like, was it four or five colors on it, striped Apple? Yeah. And, yeah, and just remembering that, I, I just already remember video games, so I didn't think anything else that the iPhone was going to be insane or whatever like that, but they kept simplifying that logo. But it wasn't just about the logo, it was just about the products that they had. So, I think everything that I've, like, admired from iPhones to, to all that, I, it's, it's really good marketing from, from that point. Because they, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't think I would have, like, known about some of the products they had until it was just shown to me besides, like, what? Having, you know, that viable market where they show a commercial on TV or like YouTube now, like you show it on, on YouTube and they cater to the people that have like the camera gears, or whatever. So like I see commercials by Sony, uh, Panasonic, uh, like all ca- Canon, like it's, it's insane how they could do that now, but the logos are the ones that always just get me to remember, oh, Canon was, has good cameras. Uh, or you know, it's 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 the stuff they have is what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. It's 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 a symbol of like that bigger message, and mm-hmm. um, and it is interesting, like we, because you know we grew up with those Macs in school, and they had the colorful logo, and color was like this big part of the brand, and now of course like everything is 
grays um and probably has to do with like elegance and things like that but then um then there's like rose gold and (laughs) stuff like that so um yeah so like just color can be this big thing which is like there's this podcast that I listened to, um, 99% Invisible, but he had like a guest episode or something like that. They just played like an episode from another podcast. I forget what it's called. It's like Imaginary Worlds or something like that. I'll have to mm. find the link. Mm-hmm. But the episode was about Magic the Gathering. And yeah, it just goes for like this mental shorthand and thinking about like um, what... Uh, it, it's to say that like it's not just the logo that represents your brand. It's, it's everything else. And in magic, like uh, it's interesting because they talk to some of the, the creators, the writers, the designers, and I think some artists, but you have to, when making new expansion sets, the different colors have kind of their own promise behind them because yeah. like a blue deck me, if I say, like, we've played enough magic to know, like, hey, like, this person yeah. plays, <laughs> this person plays blue, right? And you yeah. have, like, some sense of what that means. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then same thing, like, we're playing, like, been playing a lot of Smash Brothers lately. Nice. And you know that they're, they're, the characters are coming from, like, these different universes. Um, there's a few from Street Fighter, and you have, like, this sense, like, they've taken, it's an interesting thing, though, because, like, Smash Brothers has its own brand, or, like, its own, um, promise behind it right like it's this goofy thing but then they take these characters from like more serious worlds and pull yeah. them in and they have to like um work with those two things of like what does that person like that that character's promise look like in here where like you have ryu and ken very serious fighters and all I that. Love but then it's like that, yeah. yeah how does it fit into this game um and it's it's kind of like this merging of brands, yeah. And none of that has to do with the logos of either of those games, right? That's true. Um, so right. it's like yeah. these brands go, but but then it's to show that like brands and marketing go beyond logos because uh, Ryu certainly like represents a game. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the giant glove is probably like if you see like that giant like hand then you oh yeah prom- right like that's the first game that you're gonna think of but if you see mario i don't think the first game you think of is smash brothers right you think yeah, of some yeah, mario game. super mario um, yeah so yeah it, it goes to like uh, the different elements have like different levels of how they represent different things um, yeah cool and what was your uh did you have another takeaway Oh, uh, let's see. We had, we had the smallest viable market. The uh, we had the, the selling the the uh, feeling, and then it's um, uh, what was the other one? It was like uh, it, uh the, the, it's when you meet people and then you you're talking to everyone. The uh, it's where okay networking. God, jeez. So it's the networking thing. It's where people. Oh yeah, let me just try to remember this. But it was he was talking about how meeting people can have such a huge effect on your business. It's like the web effect kind of thing where you just you're meeting everyone and then after a while you're, it's like planting seeds. Right. And then um and then okay, so for example, uh I do a wedding and I meet all these people, the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, the pastor, the wedding planner, photographer florist hairstylist it like everyone <laughs> and i meet everyone and i i seriously just give a card out to every single person i meet unless they uh if they ask for it i'm not, i'm just like here's my card no 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 i i just talk to them i'm being nice i know i have a job uh i'll talk to them later but follow me on instagram or go to my website if you have any questions blah blah, blah. i got to go do work i meet them and probably i you know i kind of like don't remember them, but they come back, and it's the fact that they come back. They're like, "Hey, I think uh, I got a wedding for you." Blah, blah blah. Can you help us out here? I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, for sure." It's like planting the seed of allowing the network to work for you instead of using the actual paid advertisement kind of thing. 
Yeah. And uh, um, what he says here is, uh, so one of the chapters is called Taylor Swift is not your role model. There we go. The, the yeah, point yeah, there yeah. is that, like, um, she sold, you know, 30 million records, hit machine, uh-huh. um, and that is not how you should, like, <laughs> you're not going to be, you can't <laughs> use the same playbook, right? Like, yeah. Uh, which I think is a good thing, especially uh, with things like marketing. So this is more like if you're getting started, if you are smaller than that. I think a mistake can often be like people that are, you know, barely like their own businesses. It's like, um, but I'm going to follow exactly what Apple does for my... You know, oh, like my, yeah, okay. Uh, my website. And it's like you have to understand the context that yeah you're, you're not taylor swift so you have to take that more grassroots approach like you said um in-person stuff offline it has like a lot of power especially in um like what you're doing is videography and like wedding videos uh yeah where all of that is like kind of this offline thing like social media and that like people posting their videos online in some way is is fairly new um as far as like compared to how long weddings have been going on right yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah so um so that yeah that reminds me of like um when kevin hart was getting started you know he he wasn't selling out stadiums when he started he was doing small shows and he was always collecting emails by hand from what i understand uh from his book that we talked about like yeah, a year, a ago. year ago. But yeah, they would just they would just like pass out these forms to fill out, and you write your email down, and then they created the spreadsheet manually from that, wow. and then um, eventually were able to like grow and grow that list and email people when they were in that city, and yeah, that's kind of like the story that uh, Seth Godin tells in here about uh, the Grateful Dead. Mm. And um, he says that he shares some, here are the key elements of the dead's marketing success. One, they appealed to a relatively tiny audience and focused all their energy on them. They didn't use radio to spread their ideas to the masses. Instead, they relied on fans to share the word hand to hand by encouraging them to tape their shows. Uh, And here's another one. They gave the, oh wait, hold on. Okay, so. Uh, and then quickly, so they said they needed three things to pull this off. Extraordinary talent, significant patience, and the guts to be quirky. So. <laughs> Those are cool. I like yeah, so, so it's to say, like, um, maybe maybe don't always model, like, what are you doing? With, <laughs> like, uh, like we, we talked about Nike before. Um, yeah. You know, you, you don't... It was started in the seventies, and um, to get to where it is today is like mm-hmm. j- just like if you read Chew Dog, just to survive was it took a lot. So um, going beyond that, it's like oh maybe maybe Nike like, the same way like Taylor Swift is not your role model, like Nike should not be your role model as well for like um, depending on what you're trying to make. Yeah, it's like yeah if you want to market wedding videos and wedding videography that or like even if we're talking about like just this podcast um we have to get a star specific before we say like that's true hey if you (laughs) you want to feel good yeah (laughs) what can we offer uh beyond that um yeah just getting back to like the different elements of that i've changed the intro music i decided that creates this promise. Like we had that music, kind of like very cool. Um, just realized like that's not really us. We're not cool people. Uh, we try to be. That's yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe it's fit, but yeah, it was like this hip music, and yeah, it, it was an element of our show. And I think we need to change it. Get a little. Um, I don't know about like <laughs> want to be like wacky or anything. <laughs> Ragtime music. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't. Well, I mean, there's. We're still trying to work out the kinks before. Like, yeah, it's this is good, but um, I know there was a worksheet, kind of like, like how he was basically breaking this out. If we were to do our podcast, lightning we round, to, yeah, yeah, lightning let's round. Di- let's so it's us. Diagnosis. Let's go. Yeah. So if this is, if you guys are a marketer and you want to do some marketing, this is a good marketing worksheet <laughs> that he supplies. So, anyways, Sus, if we we're going to yes. do this for the podcast, who's it for? First, well, okay, so the people that listen to it currently, yeah. friends and family pretty much, um, yeah. who do we want it to be? Who are people that want to learn, want uh, that read books, Yeah. Um, and I, I think also it is for, um, I, I, I think like self-development, I want to make something that's like people that are into self-development. Um, yeah, but also like, I don't want to say like, you know, real people, um, (laughs) there, there, there are a lot of like, um, self-development shows by like life coaches who have experience being like being that mentor to other people. Got it. And that's not us. Like we don't have that. Right. Uh, we have, um, See, Other so you did kind of give yeah. like a world view of that of the audience. Yeah, That's, so clearly, yeah. like the, the way I've jumbled it uh, shows that we don't have like a clear answer to this, which is an clear issue. Present, but yeah, uh, um, yeah, but that's all right. You, yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's see. The next one is what are they afraid of? So, if like, what's their problem? Kind of. Um, <laughs> this sounds bad, but like. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 I mean, it's just, like, coming from me, like, um, it's the reason, like, books are called self-development, right? When they're really, like, oh, self-help books, right? So yeah, it's, like, this idea yeah. that um, you'd be afraid of people finding out that you read all these self-development books because of, like, some of the connotations of that, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, m- maybe they're afraid of other people knowing that they oh, want to other prove themselves, oh, which is, like... Oh. Uh, I think um, it can be a bad, like, that says something, that that's something to be afraid of. Like, why would you be worried that other people think that you want to improve yourself? It's, like, um, a weird thing to be afraid of, but I think it's true. Yeah. And I think it's but, yeah, I think true it about true. me because, like, um, I have actually been asked this before. It's, like, why don't you like to talk about the show? Uh when like people bring it up and it's true i like shy away from it and it's like uh, (laughs) yeah it's because yeah yeah like um i don't you know that's the fear of like oh that's so good there that's that's it just basically rounds it back to us that's what we're afraid of it's kind of like we're you just don't feel ready yet right so so. (laughs) as mentioned like we want to be cool (laughs) <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> but the, one of the most uncool things to do is like, is this right? Like try to try to try to be cool. Uh, That's try to funny. Be, uh, okay. So if we were to go on, then what story will you tell? Is it like is it true? Like if we were to keep pushing this story, because we already did like a good over a year's worth of podcasting. Um, what story will you tell? There, there's nothing to be embarrassed really, about. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be it. Is like, all right. So you have like hero's journey, right? So, um, start out with someone that's afraid of that. Then they go through some trials and tribulations. Listen to some of our episodes. Then at the end of it, they're like, oh, I don't have to be like scared to improve myself or like embarrassed about this. And yeah by this person that I'm creating. It's actually me. To I want to get to the <laughs> point where I'm like, okay, talking about this. So, um, Good. Yeah, telling all our friends about it and having like something that our friends would listen to. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's good. So that kind of answers a lot of the next questions. Is like, what change are you seeking to make? It's, it's us. We're, change, we're trying to change us. We're trying to change us to allow others to hear what's going on and it will change their status like if if it was to change their status it was like what respect (laughs) (laughs) uncool to cool uncool (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think there's like that 90s movie or like the 80s i forget what it was but it's just one of those that has the 
a nice montage and then he goes like the guy takes him shopping and he has like this cool outfit at the end and then he's able to like ask the girl on a date and then uh-huh. um anyway that's the kind of change we want to make in people yeah that's a good one we need a monologue effect so <laughs> how how will you reach early adopters and um how was new, that was it yeah. neophilia right. so i think that's people who loved like new things basically gotcha um, so how would you obtain other early early people right so this this goes to um that network effect of um how something gets popular is there's people that want to try new things there's and then the, on the other end of that spectrum is, like, our parents are not going to change, like, they're not going to change their diet. Like, it took forever for my oh. dad to, like, eat less rice because, you know. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, you know, you have to start, that's why you start small, right? You, you do, like, this really targeted thing, and then they tell their friends, and then eventually the people um, on the outside of that look at it and they say, like, oh, looks like it worked for these other people, so it's going to work for me. So gotcha. early adopters, um, how will we reach them? Yeah. Like, uh, how will they tell their friends and what would they tell their friends? Like, yeah, I'm trying to guys, think, like, check this out on podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, what we have to do is have yeah. something new to stand out. Like, mm. if they love new things, what do we provide that's new? Not, yeah. Really, like, not much, I guess, unless, you know, that's why we put topical top three. I. I used my last album to not my rap album, like not that I have an album, but I, I, I like, bought Whoa. these smart sound <laughs> albums for like royalty free. They're not royalty free, or yeah, yeah, to use them. That's how I got the theme, the new theme music. But I, I bought one that was like rap songs or like rap instrumentals so, kind of thing. So yeah. maybe if we do something like the weekly wrap up, where it's like topical top three, but it's at the end of the episode and it's me rapping. Oh, I like that. Let's go. I don't know that <laughs> anyone else that. will, but it's it's something, right? Like Sold. you have to have yeah. like a hook, right? Like what if someone's super dedicated to Nike? Like, how do you get them to try out your brand? Like, how do you get the new mm. people? Like, how do you it get has to be. Like, it, it's like in Adidas. some way different, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like uh, think like that. So how? Why will? So if we had some listeners, which we do. Thanks a lot for listening. Yeah, thank you, guys. Why will yeah. they tell their friends? I think it has to be something like we're doing books, right? So it has to like be a book that maybe someone else has listened to, or someone that else was, might yeah. might actually read. So an example is you know life changing magic. A lot of people are watching that on Netflix now. So maybe if we did another did an episode about that, it just has to be like topics that are a little more broad. Um, gotcha. That people just to relate to a little more. So it's a little generalized. Got right, it. I like because that. it's like. How many of our friends actually care about this book? In in the sense of just like it, a lot of our friends work in healthcare, right? Right. Um, they're not looking at marketing for their their main job, right? Like it, it, there there's the sense of like, oh, everyone's a writer because they write emails every day. In the same way, there's that <laughs> sense of like, no, yeah, you mentioned this in the book, like everyone's a marketer you. because you have to market yeah. yourself in your role uh, if you want a promotion, whatever that is. Um, mm-hmm. But just like practically, like we don't have a lot of friends who are marketers, um, right? Yeah. Like I, uh, not, not to say rare. we are either. Like it, it's yeah. just like that's that's the group that we're in, and the people that currently listen to this. It's like maybe we need to do better book choices or better like themes for different things. Or like we're talking about. I, I think something that we have is like we talk about Smash Brothers, talk about these things, and try to relate oh, it to these games. books. So we right. have to have. <laughs> They'll tell their friends because why do you tell any friend anything? It's like you have some sense that they'll like it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay, I love that. That's basically the network effect. So that's kind of... It's basically what you just answered. Um, yeah. The way, the way that's going. So let's keep moving this. And what asset are you building? I just saw the last question. So yeah, what sure. Okay. Are you yeah, Sorry. I'm going to cry about the last question. Um, <laughs> no, we, we we are we are making something right. So yeah, we're building podcast. a podcast. We we yeah. have a bunch of episodes. We have the YouTube channel, website. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, just adding a little bit to it every day. Love it. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. Just doing a podcast to show to like say, hey, 
we actually have 64 episodes of podcast material. And yeah. that's pretty hard. It's actually, yeah. like, to think about it, like, that's no small feat. Right. And to keep building it. And just just imagine our first, very first episode, we were we were pretty goofy. And then up yep. to now, we're, like, a little more honed, a little more skilled on talking and even putting, breaking down the topics and even having a topic to talk about. So that's, it. I feel like we're... We're building our, not just the podcast, but ourselves, and it's really, it's right. really powerful, to be honest. We're um, clearly the, uh, masters of the craft. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the last question, and correct me up, just seeing it. Hold on. Are, Are you, you proud of it? Oh, uh, me? Yes. Yeah. That's. I mean, I would love to market this as much as I can. Uh, I I am very proud of this just for the fact that we are building a journey and then anyone else could join in if they'd like to hear us. That's It makes me happy to know that we could do that. And if people want to, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of us saying, hey, come on, come on down, get a load of this, yeah. this kind of, kind of deal. So, yes, I am proud of what we're doing right now. Yep. Uh, and... Yeah, I'm proud of it. It's it's yeah. weird because like I say that and then I know the actions don't always follow because it's like <laughs> I don't share it with people. Um but I am proud of it. Like when I look at that's kind of why I wanted to like make the effort to bring it back this year is because yeah. The la- like we didn't do it really like the last 3 months of last year and I would look at like the list of episodes like oh, you know what? Like I'm proud of that. Regardless of like how good any individual episode was is like, oh, we showed up and we did it, and that's something to be proud of. And yeah, um, definitely. Like, I think the goal now, after having done this, is to get to where like each episode is something I'm proud enough of that I tell friends, and then not think that like, oh, they want want to listen to this or like anything like that. Gotcha. That's okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, that's a good one, dude. Um, Sweet. Yeah, um, it, only have a couple minutes, but yeah, because um, I'm crying. So. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Shout out to uh, loyal listeners. You know who you are. Uh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much tuning and stay tuned uh catch you next week Seth. good hearing from you man yeah just to be clear i'm not actually crying (laughs) (laughs) all right it was like awkward at the end don't worry all right (laughs) good hearing from you man you take it easy have a good one and And cut